Yeah, there was. There might have been a discussion. You guys should have done it. <laughs> Without asking. imagine you come back because all you would. Have I'm to- not giving you your shirt. All you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the shirt. I'll I got keep- you. And now we look at the competition as quick submissions. They tapping out before we even get a chance to miss them. What this about? Is it money or skill? Maybe it's both and I got large amounts of it is real. You see my oath is very unbreakable. My style is never mistakable. I can see y'all incapable. To be the god MCs, you know me well. Oh. Stay off his dick. I sold out the garden. I should play for the Knicks. Took a couple minutes and I sold out Staples. A nigga getting cream like an old ass Laker. But I ain't come to talk about all that paper. That's what they talk about when they ain't got shit to say. Can't understand why niggas never got shit to do. You know the same thing. What's, what's up? Yay, 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 yay. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Big Small Talks podcast. Yep. I'm one of your hosts, Charlie, and with me in the studio, Austin. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, is the one who gives you those mixes every uh, every week. We do a little something here. A little something. A little something, a little something, something for the here people. And there. Yeah, a little something for the people. Uh, that was uh, Black Friday. It's a uh, song on YouTube. Never actually produced on a, like a streaming site, but Black Friday, J. Cole, and Kendrick. What? And you were telling me a little bit about that song. Yeah, so it's it's actually the, each other's songs. Gotcha. We've always heard about the album they're going to make together. Yeah. But they released this song, so I don't gotcha. know if it was that, but it's... Um, Tale of Two Cities from J. Cole's album, okay. and Kendrick raps on that. Okay. And then it's All Right from Kendrick's album, and then J. Cole raps on that. Gotcha. So they both kind of split up the song. It's really sick. So yeah. Black Friday on YouTube. It's like seven minutes long, so yeah, be ready. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sit down, get a water, yeah, get yeah. a drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to be in for it. Some crackers. Yeah. So today, we obviously break down the J. Cole and Kendrick debate. It's not really a debate. No. It's more like a discussion. Discussion, yeah. yeah. No, it... It's hard. It was hard for us to yeah. really like hard, hard. It was real hard. Yeah. I don't know why we did this. It was hard. <laughs> uh, it it was good, and it was also good hearing from you guys. Um, what you guys liked. We we figured out that Twitter, like Kendrick, and no, then, I think Twitter like Cole, and then Instagram like Kendrick. Oh, that's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Instagram. They were all up on Kendrick. Yeah, there was like well, zero Coles. Yeah, because I, the people that were on Twitter, they were like Cole, and then we got a couple people mm-hmm. that like weren't on Instagram that like Cole. So yeah, it's good. I like Twitter that I guess a little bit better than, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which you'll find on the podcast. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also talk about Austin going to mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. A little, little bit of my experience over there and we kind of went off on a rant, but oh, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. You it's know, all, we, the good you stuff. Know, we like to have fun here. You know, it's not all serious. Come on now. Yeah, guys. You have to have some fun in games. Uh, then we just break <laughs> down a little bit of the VMAs and how they navigated through COVID and, where we think that like music production, yeah. uh, concerts and stuff, venues, might be stuff like that, stuff like that, yeah, yeah, how they're gonna go forward. So yeah, yeah. Without any uh, further ado, the big small talks pod 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 pod. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And here we go. <laughs> it's back to the dark night. I know how huh? we just go back and <laughs> everything's full circle. Yeah, every time we do that, yeah, <laughs> that, we we still need to get our um 
uh, launch pad thing with the the samples, oh, so that yeah. like if we wanted to, here, we could just, here, 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 we here, 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 here we go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't like wearing glasses with these things on, but then yeah. I can't see your beautiful face. Thank you. I know. I know. Honestly, my glasses get a little foggy, and it's like, well, it's cooler in here. Four eyed problems. Yeah. We're in our roommates. Yeah, studio we're in a today. new little studio, and it's not sweaty. <laughs> We're like we're basically Joe Rogan, we moved our studio. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, we're in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> for the day. For the day. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe we just stay in here the whole time. Yeah, I'm kind of. Our waveforms look even better already. Look at that. They look consistent. Yeah, we look. Yeah, we look pro. Damn. Yeah, and we we're not sound, sweating. And we sound pro. And we're not sweating. <laughs> and it sounds better in here. Yeah. And we don't have to do it at two o'clock in the morning with the crickets. dude. I know editing that late <laughs> gets a, like I would get tired. Yeah, especially because I'm not the one doing like see, but I'm used work. to that. Yeah. So like my staying up late and working on music after hours, that's like my norm. Yeah. But so. you're but you're like the one doing it. I'm just True. watching. You're it. Just watching. And that gets boring, huh? I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like I... sometimes I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But then I'm seeing it and like you'll be like working on like one specific part. Yeah. And so you're doing like little things here and there, like mm-hmm. technicality stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Well, I just hate being in the studio when somebody else is producing. Like even mm. like collaborating, it's yeah. really hard for me to just sit there. Yeah. And like allow them to do their work without me butting in. It's like a control thing too. Uh, I'm like, you know? And so I just end up like sitting on my phone or something mm-hmm. just so that I don't get anxious or bored. Yeah. I'll be yawning. You know what's the worst is tracking, which is like when like you have a vocalist or an instrumentalist and like all you do as a producer is hit record. Oh, and you're so just there. Because just... like if they're just messing up or like they're not a one and done type person and they're like let me get that again oh let me you know what i messed that one part up let me get that again and you're just like oh my god here we go all right ready yep okay record and then i just (laughs) sit back and wait for them to finish or mess up again and then i got it because then the mastering process is after that well yeah you just put it into the song right so like you'll have like the the song almost done or not even done at all and you record that part to put into the song so until that part is done and finished, same with like vocals, say you have the entire song like done, but you got to record the vocals and then you got to do all the ad libs and then you got to do all the overdubs and then you got to do all this, the side change stuff. Like it's just a process and yeah. the most boring part is recording it because after that you get to actually mess with actually, it. You're like, actually putting your stamp on it. Exactly. Yeah. And I get to be creative, but like there's nothing creative about pressing record. It's pretty creative for me. <laughs> that's the scope of my creativity is hitting record yeah i'll let you hit record next time hell yeah yeah i'll start it off deep deep yes yes we <laughs> so dude tell me about mammoth mammoth oh, my it looked place. so sick out there it's so perfect dude yeah i want to move out there so bad really um, i've actually never been dude you gotta go we gotta take you we actually found out that campsites are like 25 bucks a night which is Unreal cheap. Yeah, that's really cheap. Because the we had like ten people go to the cabin this time, mm-hmm. or like the little condo that we that we always get a different place. It's not like we go to the same place, but this one was like for I think eight days, seven nights was like twenty seven hundred. Like it's pretty pricey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like we all kind of split it, so it doesn't become it as expensive. Out, but... Yeah. But like twenty five dollars a night, and you can have up to three tents and two cars in that one spot. So you could have like six people and divided That's nothing. Twenty five divided by six, you know what I'm saying? A night. Is it just the camp like a campsite or do you get like showers, bathroom kind of it thing? It depends on where you go. 
but like right. this specific one that we went to because my aunt and uncle they were camp- they were hiking and camping visiting their daughter in Idaho. Okay. So they drove all the way from Idaho down to Mammoth and then sure. they went home from there. But we went and got a campsite for them um and that specific one is close to the, to the town, which is cool because you can skate to the skate park, to the Starbucks, to the town, and it's like literally right there. Oh, okay. That place didn't have showers though, so you're kind of like giving up right, something Right, it's like there, to be closer to this. Which is kind of weird because I feel like most campsites have like showers, but yeah, maybe I'm just that, The ones I've been to have camp. showers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I don't or know. Or glamping. Exactly. That's what my mom was saying. Like she wants to do. It's like, no, I want to glamp. I don't want to. You know, yeah, be in the that's tent my stuff. mom. My mom's like, they'll take the trailer out, and she just stays and watch Netflix in the RV. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I like it because that's like a different type of vacationing. You know, you're yeah. actually trying to relax and stuff. That's my mom's vacation. Mm, yeah, but like Versus camping like, is just so freeing. Yeah, you know, it's just so. I don't know. It's just so fun. Like I want to do it. More. It depends because like I've had camping trips with like either of my dads and it's like 6 a.m. we're going fishing it's like oh fun this is work i don't do that yeah no. i don't fish oh see fishing is fine i, I get fishing. the early thing but i want to do it i don't want to get dragged at 5 a.m i want to willingly wake up at 5 a.m i think just gave out on me damn damn Hold no on. more o's for you no more o's but yeah i i don't like fi- i don't have the patience for fishing interesting see like that's like pretty relaxing to me i just I have like ADD, so like mm. just being there doing nothing just blows my mind. Yeah, like it like, makes me like, I'm well, I could so totally bored. be doing something right now. You know? <laughs> so I like hiking. We took the paddle boards. We took uh, a kayak. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else did we do. We went to a skate park, which is it, it's a vol- it's made by the Volcom Brothers. Okay, which is pretty dope. It's like a really, really, really well made out. Um, skate park where it's there's things for beginners there's things for you know really advanced skaters and stuff it has bowls it has ramps it has like did you everything. take your skates yeah i took my roller or my hockey skates oh shit which was fun because i drop had, in and shit yeah, yeah i had never well i mean not like in the the advanced like bowls or right, anything right. because my one my skates that i'm using are like from i was 12 oh shit so they're like on there like the, they just drop in and it just breaks they, apart dude it, they broke while i was out there oh the, they did the, the the tongue of the actual like boot mm-hmm. it i guess it rusted or something and it just pulled out you're you, just like dude oh. i've never even seen it i was like ew like what the like what is that how did it even do that but i just stuck it back in and then tied over it so and just kind of yeah so i just made i it mean more it. like the wheels just like exploding the wheels were fine. They're just like slippery because usually the the skateboard wheels and the like roller skating wheels for like parks and stuff, they're hard. So mm. they stick to that that like smooth surface a little bit better. Yeah. And mine are hockey wheels, so they're a little bit softer and I was just slipping all over the place cuz they 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 weren't they're old. They're yeah. just old wheels so. But it was fun. Um what else did we do up there? Um the paddleboarding looked tight. Especially that lake was really super pretty, fun. like really pretty. Uh, there's this place called June Lake that's pretty popular up there. Um, mm. But that the pictures place, of June Lake. I've looked at the pictures. Yeah, it's like a mountain, yeah. like a huge mountainside, and then there's just a lake in the middle. Yeah, and then if you drive or hike a little bit like past June Lake, there's another lake there. And so last year, my brother and I hiked in between, and we just like laid off a cliff for like six hours, drinking like beers and like just kicking it, yeah. listening to music, and we were overlooking both lakes. 
That's sick. Yeah, June Lake was on our right, and then I think it's Crystal Lake or June, I forget what the name of it, but it's on our left. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we didn't do that this year, though. We went, we hiked past Lake George, and then um, I think that is Twin Lakes. There's so many lakes. So Mammoth Lakes okay. isn't one lake. It's like the amount of lakes in Mammoth. So that's why it's lakes. Like it's oh, so it's I never actually all Mammoth Lakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. That uh, that's like my favorite place. Uh, we were looking into. Um, we were talking to somebody at the skate park, and they were basically saying that like if you wanted to move up there and work for either like the ski lifts or for like the mountain biking or whatever, mm-hmm. they basically pay for your room. Oh what? Yeah. So you're like. Our boy, Where do I sign up? Dude, our boy Nick was like legitimately like, dude, I might look into it because. Why not? If we, because there's a, there's a, the coffee place that we work for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have one over there and like maybe possibly transferring over there would be a possible thing too. So yeah. to like kind of hold it's both. Different, I feel like it's, I mean, from what people tell me, such a different vibe from like the IE. Dude, just like it's laid amazing. back. It's like, yeah, it just seems like cool vibes over there. Well, it's just cool because it's off the grid, but it's not that far off the grid because right, it's only four and a half, maybe five hours away if you're like stopping and stuff. Okay. Um, and then they have like civiliza- civilization. You right. know what I'm saying? There's a town, there's a village. People are coming there from all around the world because they want to either hike um, or they want to snowboard or ski. And then the John Muir Trail goes through like that, like the Devil's Post Pile like area, which goes into um, Yosemite. Okay. And then Yosemite's over there, which it was closed this time because of the fires over there. Yeah. So unfortunately, we weren't able to go there, but we usually go into Yosemite at least once or twice okay. while we're up there. Yeah, I've never been to that area. I got to try it. Dude, let's go. Yeah. I will take you. Hell yeah. Let's go. I know your girl was like, hey, uh, how come you're not coming? I was like, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm watching Brooke. Yeah, huh? we need you here. Anybody who doesn't know, it's Brooke is Austin's dog. Who's 18 years old. Dying. Yeah. Needs to go. On her way. <laughs> Needs to go. I heard she uh, peed on our other roommate. Yeah, literally down his leg. <laughs> it was a mess, dude. It was a nightmare. I'm not going to lie. And it was when he got- Me and Brooke home. are beefing. Yeah? We're beefing, bro. She tried to bite me. She did? Why? Because you tried to pick her up? No, because I'll give my cats food, or I got my cats food, Yeah. and then she tries to eat it, and I'm like, no, 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 Brooke, this is your food oh. over here. So I tried to move her, and she went, Argh. and I'm like, yeah. girl, I will, I'll, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I will knock you into the next life. Like you're already teetering, but yeah, she did that to me too. I had she does that all the time. Yeah, she's, like when uh, she yeah she she ain't gonna do anything. She has gingivitis. No. She's blind. She's deaf. She yeah. We took her out so many times, dude. And she would and pee she as soon as you got in. Looks at the grass, just stares at it. Takes her right inside. Craps everywhere. Yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't like big dog because those shits are like another yeah. world trying to clean. Like thankfully, it was easy cleanup. Yeah, sorry. but it was constant. Yeah. <laughs> it was constant. Like, it was... Yeah. They were going to put her down if we couldn't find a sitter. Oh, like, it was... Like, she, like they were like, well, if we can't find a sitter, she's on her way out, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and this might just be the time to do it. But it would have ruined the vibe of yeah. the entire vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I was like, okay, wait, hold on. Let me ask my roommates. Let me see yeah. if they can manage. And Well, I thought you guys were, were just going to get some neighbors to come... But see, our our neighbors don't have pets, so like, I don't know. I I don't think they thought about asking them because they I don't they know. just didn't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what, we I thought about know. like maybe if we just like let her go, 
you know, she would have just gone. wandered around in a circle. No, like, you know, she dies. We yeah. put her down for you guys <laughs> on vacation. You guys don't even know. That would have been easy. Come back, right? Yeah, I think that would have been. I was helping. I, I would have done that if. Yeah, I was there was. There might have been a discussion. You guys should have done groups. <laughs> without. Asking. Imagine you come back because all you would have. I'm not giving you your shirt. All you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the shirt. I I'm got keep, you. I, all these shirts that I got for you and the little thank you notes that I wrote. I'm not writing those notes no. anymore. I'm, you I'm, killed my dog. Yeah, you killed my dog. <laughs> I'm moving. I'm out. No, I. You should have done that, and then you should have just said, "You should have lied. You should have just she died." Yeah, like. It was going to be like a scene from Old Yeller. Like, it was going to be very dramatic. You were, were going to buy a back shed? And yeah. Like, Shoot her? <laughs> buy a shotgun. That's what happens, right? I think I so. I seen it? that movie in Yeah, so I don't long. know. Yeah. <laughs> I just know, like, the reference. I don't actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For all we know, it's like a cat. Uh-huh. That, like, lives or old, something. No, Old Yeller, like, he, like, goes back and, like, shoots it. He becomes rabbit, right? Like, he gets rabies? Yeah. That's what it is. There we go. Yeah, so we he got just, it. I always, get, I always get that mixed up with, like, To Kill a Mockingbird and, like, the rabbit dog. But like he shoots at that. Dog don't know too. anything about so. To Kill a Mockingbird. There's a spark noted it, and yeah. I don't remember anything. Yeah, spark notes, the spark notes. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. rabbit dog shoot dog. I was thinking old dog shoot dog. Yeah, should should have done it. Yeah, that would have been easy. Brooke gave me some stress this week. Yeah, yeah, because I just wake up and I'm like, all right, here I go to work, and oh, <laughs> dude, my girl stepped in the piss, and she like, I'm like sleeping, she like comes over and she's like, I hate Brooke. I was like, what happened? She's like, I stepped in it. I was like, oh. <laughs> Is she a cat person? Uh, Yeah, she just likes animals. Okay. Yeah. she. I think she said she didn't really have a cat growing up. So she appreciates that I have a cat. Yeah. Which is interesting because usually people who don't have cats growing up will not be cat people. They're, just not, they're not used to it. So a cat is so different from a dog yeah. that they're just like turned off from the fact of a cat. Right? Yeah. I've had one growing up, so. I... For for me, I just don't really see the points of a cat because they're so inconsistent. Like I would like it if the cat loved me and allowed me to like love it. Yeah. But they are just so, so independent, hot though. and cold. Yeah, and they, they don't, just don't need you at all. They just have their own. And I don't like way. that a dog wants me and needs me <laughs> and like want needs to be taken out to you know have a walk. Needs to go run. Yeah. Needs to be fed. Needs to like have their shit cleaned. That's up. what your vibe though. It My is. vibe is like, Laziness. do your thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, do live your life. You come back for food and shelter, you know. But you you do your thing. I'm doing yeah. my thing over here. Yeah. That's the thing with the dog I had before. Well, you know, yeah. dog I got rid. <laughs> Bro, okay, wait, wait, so, hold on, hold on. We're so, not gonna pass by this. Right, right, we're so we're not, fucking needy. We're not though. gonna pass by this. Charlie was going through it. He was he was in it, right? You were you were in it. I was in it. You were in it. I was in it. He was going through it. And God bless his soul. He thought it would be a great idea to buy a dog. Well, re- me and my roommate at the time uh-huh. were both going to get dogs together. Yeah. Like, all right, Cute. two bros, two dogs. Like, you know what I mean? We're yes. going to do this thing. Yes. And he was smart. He got a small dog. You got a small dog? No, it was a big dog. It was like a lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was just a puppy. Yeah, though. the cage it, yeah, was yeah. like my entire room. Yeah, yeah, it was just a puppy. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, go on. But I was, cr- I was cage training the dog. Where for the day my, that you had it? Yeah, for the two weeks <laughs> I had it. And my roommate's dog was just running rampant, uh-huh. shitting everywhere. So I'm like, all right, this is already going to ruin my other dog's training. Uh-huh. Plus, look it. Be real honest here, Chief. My dog was sucking that dog's dick. Like, it was constantly licking the other dog. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I don't know who taught you to be, like, the, the beta here. <laughs> like, you're the alpha dog. Like, you should have that. Th- yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a whole, yeah. So I was already it, disappointed in the yeah. dog. <laughs> and I can't stand... 
the the yelping at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. the dog would do was because I had to keep it in the cage. Yeah, you had, but you got a puppy. I know. I realized <laughs> like, that. I wanted you, a therapy have, dog, <laughs> and I had a dog that needed so much therapy. Therapy, it just yeah. Well, because but gave, don't you think don't you think that you would have gotten some therapy out of taking care of the no. dog? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was tiring. I had no sleep, dude. Okay, so Charlie had this dog for maybe three days. No, it was two weeks. It was no, two no, weeks no, no, for no, sure. No, 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 wait, listen to me. Oh, this is the, <laughs> he probably had this dog for maybe three days, <sighs> and he comes into work. And like he looked like shit. Like he looked <laughs> so bad. I don't think he was sleeping much, and he was still already going through it with his other shit. Yeah. And he he looks at me so seriously, and he goes, "Yo, bro, you want a dog?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Who? Like who's getting rid of the dog?" And he's like, "Me." I am. <laughs> Did you just post? A... Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, I, dog, that dog. It's, it's a demon dog. I'm getting rid of it. I'm trying well, to. Get... Dude, so I gave it to a family. Yeah. Right? Please tell that story. Okay. So I put an ad out. Right. I don't I don't want any money. I just wanted to have a good home. Okay. And I even give it I give them the cage. I give them food, the bowls. I like I'm like setting you up. So this little family comes over, uh like a dad, a mom, a little kid who's like two or three, and then they have another dog, an older dog. So I'm like, wow, perfect setup for you guys to get a younger dog, right? Yeah. And these are like real adults. You know, like we're like adults. Yeah. In quotation marks. You know, yeah. but they're like real adults yeah. with a kid. Yeah. And they see, first of all, they see the dogs already like jumpy and they're like, oh my God, he's so playful, right? Yeah. Oh my God. He's like, whatever. They take him. Yeah. Next day he calls me. Is there returns? Like, I'm like, (laughs) what is this, dude? This is a no refund policy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All sales are final. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, he's attacking my son. I'm like, bro, you saw, he's just happy. Yeah. And he's like, my other dog's not eating. (laughs) It had been like six hours since you had the dog. And they were like, we're going to ship it off or whatever. Yeah, do what you want. It's yeah, not my I dog was like, no it's more. not my dog anymore, which yeah. everybody hated me for. They're yeah. like, you killed your dog. And yeah. I was like, no. Do you they think they did. killed it? Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no dogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. Uh, today. Today. Just, it was before. Bad. Yeah, before maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. We not don't by know. us yeah, yeah, personally. Not us, but we... I didn't do. I don't say. I don't know why I'm saying we. Yeah, I didn't do anything with this. <laughs> this was a. This is a group this, effort. This, yeah, this is a Charlie thing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, so, the whole know. time while we were up in Mammoth, because everybody has a dog. I was. I was saying that there was a bunch of dogs like in your guys' stories. Because every every turn that you made, there was a sick dog, and it wasn't like a little. That's awesome. I mean, there was a, there were a couple where I was just like, uh, like it's not very cute, you know? Yeah, like this, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I hate yeah. that dog. Like why is that dog? But then you look at the owner, and you're like, oh. You know, explains everything exactly. But um, yeah, I, ugh, dude, I want a dog so bad. And then also, even just having Brooke here for the couple of days that I was here, mm. I was like, man, this really makes me want a dog. Well, yeah, you've been saying you want a dog too, yeah, because so, you'll put the time into it. Exactly. Yeah, I like, I like it. Like I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> did. I'm sorry. Well, it didn't help either that like you guys have like such terrible schedules for a dog. Yeah that that was the thing is I was working from two p.m. to eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. like. Poor dog, like has yeah. no life. But she's kind of used to that, especially because all she does is like lay there. Oh, broke dog. Yeah, yeah. She's old, so yeah, you know. But yeah, I really want a dog. I think if I when I do go back home, we're probably gonna get a dog because. But you should get like a bigger dog. I think we're, we're gonna not get... going for runs with you. Yeah, and, yeah. Like... I think we're gonna get like a chocolate lab. Dude, golden retrievers. We've had golden retrievers yeah. my whole life, and they're so good. So dude. we had a golden retriever. Loved it. Had to give it away, though, because we moved to a condo, 
and he oh, was okay. like maybe one and a half, two years old. Mm-hmm. So like, and he was used to having a big yard because that's what we used to have. And so we ended up giving him to a friend of ours um, who took really good care of him and stuff. But the thing with a golden retriever that I'm super hesitant on is just like the shedding. Yeah. Well, you can keep it uh, short haired. Like you could trim yeah, the hair. It actually doesn't like, look bad. We did that with like my dog. Them. Oh, you, you like, like the long hair? Yeah, I don't want to like kind of shaggy. Them. Yeah, they're cute like that. Yeah, no, for sure. When they're puppies and they're so shaggy, cute. oh Dude, my god, so cute with the little chubby faces. Yeah, oh, just man. stay like that. Yeah, exactly. I guess you could get like one of those minis. Don't they have minis? I think like yeah, I think they have like they mini have, everything. Yeah, like have you? Ever How heard, do they get a mini? Have you ever heard of a Pomsky? No. It's a Pomeranian mixed with a Husky. First oh of all, oh my god, that's <laughs> sick. First of all, how? <laughs> yeah. Second of all, cute as fuck. Yeah, when you're like, when you think about that, I've seen a Chihuahua and a German Shepherd mix. Well, Brooks, Brooks, a German Shepherd and a Beagle. I hope to God that the smaller dog was the boy. But the, no, but how would that happen though? How would he get it in? Poor female dog if it's the german shepherd yeah yeah yeah. is the dude but that's exactly what happened oh poor girl. black dude little latina you is know what i'm saying it's never happened. like the big it's never like the big black girl hitting like the little like asian dude they have those barely <laughs> <laughs> oh god little pencil dick just yeah. trying to get a fellow in there sorry y'all no, anyway. the skinny dudes. But yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't know how else that would work. Because the little dog, if he was the male, how would he get up in there? Because it's not Laying like down. But do they do that doggy style? <laughs> Isn't that the only way dogs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't so think how like, would he get? It, how would he get up on? I think that? they're like reverse cowgirling. <laughs> What's the, what is it called when you hold her up? Like a wheelbarrow? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine walking into that. Close the door. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me finish. We'll talk about this when I'm done. Close the door. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I don't We're know how that. I don't, yeah, I don't know how that would work. We're off the rails now. A little bit. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, but Mammoth was cool. Nice. <laughs> so it was good. Yeah, but yeah, that vacation was great. Yeah, yeah we, we got to take you sometime. Yeah, because I've never been. I want to. I want to actually camp. I think that would be fun. We're yeah. we're uh, we're talking about like investing in some good camp gear now. We guys have a good amount too already. We have a good amount, but just like even more Double so now. Down. It's like well, instead of paying for a condo that's like thousands of dollars. We could easily just invest all of that money that we spent on the condo yeah, like quality, in some quality yeah. equipment, and then because then we're able to buy more alcohol, more food. You right. know, we can do things out there, more alcohol. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so but yeah, we're uh, we go there like every year, so I'm sure we'll get we'll get you out there. Yeah, that'll sure. be fun. Yeah. What'd you do while I was gone? What did you? Uh, you watched well, the VMAs? Yeah, huh? I was gonna say the VMAs was the thing on Sunday, so that's why. I, I mean, besides that, it was just me and my girl. Kicking it, food and the VMAs. getting pissed on. What's up? <laughs> getting, yeah, getting pissed, pissed on, on yeah. by your dog. How was the VMAs, um, dude? Interesting. That's uh, MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it, I honestly didn't even like. I, I know what it is, but I didn't really like. For some reason, I was kind of equating it to the Grammys, which is totally different. I think, I think it's like the very first award show of like the season, isn't it? 
I think so. Because I th- or maybe, but it, it's, it's really early at the though. end it's or really, the beginning. Oh, true. Because I feel I like the the award shows start in like February ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Grammys is when Billie Eilish won a bunch of stuff, and that was near the end of last year. No, I think it was the beginning of this year, wasn't it? Or maybe it was the end. I don't know. Wow, it's all just meshing together. Yeah, I don't understand where we're at. Yeah, not as at all. a as a society and as a world. But uh, the but VMAs anyway. did good um, as far as navigating this like COVID and like a show with no fans. Yeah, but dude, the performances were sick. Yeah, because they basically record in a. It looked like a studio, so it's like live mm-hmm. in New York. With like studios and green screen, so the, like the effects are so much better because like it just you could do so much more with CGI and yeah yeah, yeah. that like the scope of something you can do. Where do you know where it was at? It was in New York. New York, and it yeah. was like at a studio or is that a theater? It, they were saying they were like outside Empire State Building, so I don't know uh. how they did it because it, it was all looked like buildings, but it's all you could tell it was green screen. Yeah, but like it opened up with like uh, the weekend performing, hmm. and it flips over and he's like on top of one of the tallest buildings in new york like a thousand feet in the air Damn. performing it was super sick yeah so like that one obviously that was live yeah but um like the baby lady gaga and ariana grande bts all these people were performed mm. and it was live performance but with like these backdrops and effects and all this stuff so gotcha it was really cool mm. yeah i liked it a lot like it, it just makes me think of is that where concerts could be going yeah. or like these like performances like because they could do so much more yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to, I guess, see how it pans out. Because I don't think that they're going to try to replace concerts. No, like I just don't think that's a thing because people enjoy attending so much. Yeah, for and sure. there's just such a difference in terms of the feeling and the atmosphere and the experience. But given the you know current circumstances right. of like a pandemic and stuff like that, I think that. I think that they are going to start learning and adapting to our current situation. Yeah. Well, even going forward, even if everything goes back up, right? this might be like a new segment, you know? Because think about like Travis Scott performs on Fortnite, Mm -hmm. you know, which is like so sick because you could do anything in a video game. You're like your video game character watching it. He's 70 feet tall with the world like ending. And like there's so many more things you could do with that. Did Post Malone do that too? I don't know if he did it. I know Marshmallow did on Marshmallow Fortnite. did. Yeah. For sure. But even the weekend I've been seeing ads that he's gonna perform, I think it's like Amazon or YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. He has some kind of yeah. concert experience yeah. that they want to do. So that might be a new avenue that they're gonna because people some people want to stay home, you right. know, or like want a concert from the bed. Because I'm thinking, you know, watching the NBA playoffs, they have Oculus, like the VR, mm-hmm. virtual reality, and you could see the from the uh, court side, mm. court side seats, like front row. Yeah. Like imagine what they could do with VR concerts. Yeah. If you had that like on. Yeah. Obviously, well, like you said, there's going to be, there's going to be the place for people who want to go. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm thinking, especially for people that can't attend, mm-hmm. like say they're out of state or they're out of country and right. like they want to attend and they want to be there. I mean, if you have the means to, I guess, yeah. I, I just think that that's going to be like an expensive an expensive route for yeah. individuals because you would have to get the VR goggles mm. and then you're going to have to buy the tickets. They, have cheap and stuff. VR. they made a lot of knockoff VRs where you can just do your phone. You oh, just basically really? put like your phone. But into it, a is thing. that, but that is that even like good? I, I think it's fine. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I've never really done. Yeah, it I've before. never done VR. It seems like something that's gonna be so motion sick for me. So I'm like, I'm not even. I'm just staying away. <laughs> like claustrophobic. Too, yeah, like all of it. I'm like all throwing up. up. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. I love this. The baby's before me. The baby. That little word. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I'm uh I think well because I know the EDM scene, mm-hmm. what they were doing uh during the entire lockdown quarantine initially is they were doing a bunch of festivals festival lineups mm-hmm. like all the DJs and basically what they would do is they would create their own live set. You know, and some people got really creative with it. Like, there's this dude, these dudes called um, Eprom and Alex Perez, okay. and then together they have a uh, like a collaborated a collaborative thing called Shades. And basically, yeah. what they did is they DJed like in a dark spaced room, and then they had their visuals behind it. And so, like, it was just crazy visuals. So, like, right. and then the music is so good. And so, if you were listening to it on, like, your headphones or, like, good speakers or, like, in the car or whatever, that and then you were just, sick. like, it was just really, really dope. And then you have, like, people that just didn't put any effort into it. Like, um, I don't know if you just, know who Jaws is. I feel like you've talked about yeah. whoever he's kind. He's pretty mainstream for, okay. like, EDM music. Um, but all he, uh, I think it was him. Or it might have been, um, maybe it wasn't him. It might have been another dude. But anyway, he just like put up his DJ mixer like on his oh, kitchen very... counter. Oh. And like he was in his kitchen just DJing with like two speakers right there. And you're like, okay, well, this was you're not like, cool fuck at off. all. Yeah, like I don't wanna... Yeah, like it, you just put no effort into it. Right. And then like uh, Porter Robinson had his uh, festival canceled, obviously, because right. like it was supposed to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and that's that. the festival that me and a couple of our buddies went to last year, which mm-hmm. we were anticipating having more people go this year because it was so sick. His yeah, second Sky Music Festival it, yeah. in Oakland. So sick. But um it was obviously canceled. So what he did was he did a live stream thing and he came out with a lineup and he was, you know, had being those different artists uh perform at different time slots and he okay. performed too. Same deal. They kind of did their own thing and so like that was pretty popular. I didn't get into it though. Just not the same vibe. It's just for me it wasn't I like listening to the music live. Yeah. Right? Because it's just it's louder. But the yeah, the, the energy's there, the atmosphere is yeah. there. If it, and then it's almost like <clears throat> I correlate it with like staying home and doing your work, right? Like say you'd work from home, like right now what everybody's doing, the motivation to like go to work yeah. and like the motivate the the depression that you get from staying home and just doing everything home at home and just stuff like that. Separated. It's just yeah, it's some a, people thrive off that. No, and I'm just not like that. I mean either. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's cool. And I and that's why I think it was so popular because I I talked to a lot of people that like loved it. My brother was on there all the time oh, watching okay. sets and stuff. Yeah. People at work were like, "Oh, I love it. I love it." My cousin was like, "Oh, dude, I love it." I'm digging it like i'm listening to all this new music and da, da, da. it just and doesn't me, hit like, the same no it doesn't i mean i guess not really that similar but the only thing i could equate that to was me and my girl watched hamilton mm. on, on disney plus yeah how was that it was good but we just couldn't get into it is it the actual play yeah the full play uh-huh. but it's like three hours first of all <laughs> first of all my only gripe with it is that there's no effing breaks between the songs it's like one, one constant song. song like there's no uh dialogue yeah I hate so like that. that's like exhausting yeah i hate that and you're not there yeah. so like an hour and a half in once we hit intermission we we're like are you good she's like yeah let's watch friends I'm like, we're right, about cool. to get canceled yeah, right now because we don't like that the hamilton i know because i mean it it was sick and the dude 
Like his flow was super tight. Like all the dudes, like it was really cool yeah. and really interesting. But for like an hour. For an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three hours. I was like, no way, dude. Um, but that's just how uh, musicals are. Have you ever seen Cats? I haven't seen Cats, but I've seen some musicals and that, that's fine. But some musicals have dialogue. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. It, like isn't... Um, like I like La La Land. And like that was sick. I love that. So movie. sick. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, really good. That was so dope. There was obviously dialogue. There yes. was all the things that go into it. But yeah, even if they would have done that on a stage, I still would have right. watched it. Yeah, for sure. Like Hamilton. Hamilton was like this was legit. The stage and everything. Mm. But it, you know, it just didn't catch me like that. Especially because I wasn't there. So if it's not a movie production, it just you know it just doesn't hit the same. So was it one angle? Like of just there was there was multiple cameras, okay, but it cool. was just you can tell one stage. It goes dark. They change the set. They, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I told uh, a lot of people told me about that, and they said yeah. it was really good. But I never. It's like it's cool to check out. Like I would say, check <clears throat> it out. Start it. Watch like twenty thirty minutes of it. And just see so if kind you get wanna, a feel. Yeah, see if you want to finish it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, intermissions I, at like an hour and a half. But see, I, I agree with you. Where I like musicals. Mm-hmm. But I need there to be some sort of dialogue. I I never liked it when it was just all the way. Like Greece was cool because you right. know there's like music, but then and they have their numbers and they have their dances, but then there's dialogue there. See, okay, sound and, but, of music and is cool. It's like Greece live, recorded on a on a camera, no no dialogue. It's like fuck. But do, is that how the play is? Yeah. Oh. So it's it's the actual mm. play. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. No dialogue. Obviously it's not a movie. It was exhausting. Yeah. Okay, so no. But I so, but I'm I feel like if I was in person, guy. I feel like if I was in person, I'd be like, "Oh, True. so sick." Yeah, 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 cuz you would be able to appreciate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Cuz yeah, being being on stage and memorizing an entire play, just even lines is insane and to add in music and into to add in choreography. Dude, yeah, choreography too. And then to add in set changes and knowing placement on your stage and then like, and literally hitting it like perfectly. So, so like talented, so much yeah. work, so everything, yeah. Yeah, so for sure, but I just don't care. I don't like yeah. want to watch just it Just watching much. it on Disney Plus yeah, was just kind of like... not cool. If they made like the the movie adaptation of Hamilton... Mm, probably be 100%. Really Have you been to a play before? Yes. Broadway I went to, or? no, I went to the Nutcracker... Maybe Pantages in mm, LA, I yeah. think I want to say. Yeah. Um, first act wasn't that great. Second act was pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as I review from when I was 16. Uh, yeah. But it was tight. Like, I, I actually appreciate that stuff. Yeah. Um, I like the arts. Yeah. I saw Lion King at the Pantages. Oh, that's That shit was dope. Yeah. That, that was, be, that was yeah, way better sick. than Nutcracker. Yeah, that was true. I've seen the Nutcracker too, but it was not professional. It was like... My homegirl like, like had a grade. recital, yeah. <laughs> it's like your no, no, son, no, no, no. It was, like, it was, this is so good. Yeah, no, it was like no, it was because it was a dance studio, right? Oh, okay. And so it was the dance studio put on a performance for the holiday, and it was the Nutcracker. Yeah. But it had all ages, so like you had like the little kids, but then you also had the adults. And I'm then sorry, you, I'm not that guy to be like, oh my god, they're so good. No, dude, those your kid are sucks, rough. dude. Those are rough. He's four. He can't even say his R's right. Like, get him <laughs> off the stage. He's touching his private parts while yeah. he's like picking his nose. Yeah, he, ha- also he tap clearly dancing. has to use the restroom, and yeah. he's either going to go on stage. Oh, that happened too. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of that. <laughs> just and then like wandering eyes, like they just would get like. Lost. Yeah. Because, dude, can you imagine being five and performing in front of like a hundred people, let alone like a couple hundred people? Yeah. No, I mean, I used to perform at my small school, but yeah. like, 
obviously I was the star. Obviously. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was like 40 people. It wasn't like for me, it wasn't a big deal, but I could just imagine like a kid who just doesn't isn't developed at all. You yeah. know, just not all there. <laughs> Like, kinda, Mom, I don't want to do yeah, that. I kind of got it. When I, couple I, stage. Yeah, I kind of got it at a young age, so I don't know. Yeah, so I could, we're gonna I, play reviews, and I'm a yeah. Oh, dude, that would be funny. Yeah, just, go to a play, that, drunk. I mean, just go to a play. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Uh, what movie is it where they go to um, Las Vegas and they watch uh, Circus de la on mushrooms? I don't know. That might I forget what movie it is. It's with Paul Rudd for sure. Okay. Yeah, they go to. Do you know what Circus de Olay yeah, or yeah, whatever that say. thing's called? Yeah, Circus they, Olay. Yeah, Circus Olay. And yeah. they. Circus de Olay. Yeah. De Olay. Very Circus de Olay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they go on like shrooms and they trip out. It's pretty funny. That has to be crazy. I think it's not Blue Man up. Group. Because I seen Blue Man Group. Yeah. And that shit was trippy. I feel like. So I feel that thing would be scary on some shrooms. It was. Yeah, it was interesting, dude. Like, too dark. Yeah, it was it was creepy. Yeah, and then, like I the blue it. face eyes and shit. And they're like, just like, what do they? At you. What do they do? They do like Sounds. drumming and stuff. Yeah, like drumming and painting. Like they'll throw paint everywhere and the drums mm. and it's it, yeah, it was they're crazy. Just, I mean, also this was like so they're just savages. Much years ago, yeah. But like I remember at the end, like toilet paper came from the ceilings and like covered the ceilings. Hmm. Like they like rolled down, and I was like, what uh, is going on? I think now? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I think the thing with them. I, pretty sure was like tubing and like pvc yeah. piping so it's all like kind of handmade shit. right yeah cut like making organic sounds with right. like organic items and stuff and making it sound really really cool it's basically yeah. like street performance but just like high, stomp. high yeah high but high like, quality yeah stomping's dope no no like the performance stomp Remember that where they had like no. trash cans, like banging oh, trash yeah, cans? yeah 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 after a while i feel like i get a headache with that yeah but it looked pretty cool from yeah, I can only handle it so much. 30 second clip. Like it's YouTube. it's kind of like when you go to the pier and you like you like hear what's going on and you're like, "Oh, let's stop and see yeah. what this is." And then you're like, "All right, let's go." But then there's like one person that's like, "Wait." Yeah. <laughs> like I want to see what happens. They're so like, good. Yeah, like, but he's going to just be doing this for another are they? 3 hours, on you know. Street. He only got $2 in the hat. Yeah. He must not be that good, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, he's saying? not. There's some, okay, I will say there's some street performers that straight up. Kill. I'm like, "How are you not kill?" doing yeah. any you know what i mean but Mo- the the ones that get my attention the most i think are the people that have good voices yeah like when you hear them play their instrument and they're singing and they're just like damn that's pretty crazy we you saw know? a dude in santa monica who was killing it on the violin mm. but he was doing like drake songs and shit like oh, it was what? so was sick cool. yeah we were like okay yeah. like let's sign him we measured you yeah, yeah. yeah. did you and buy a cd one- no, we, we we gave him a couple bucks though, like him, uh, and then there was another dude who was a drummer. Yeah, and he was doing kind of the same kind of vibe. Yeah, it was tight. Dude, can you imagine, like being back in the day, like having to try to like sell CDs, and that's how like you got famous, like those people. Because yeah. like oh like here's my mixtape. Because like uh, I think I was listening to a interview with Eminem, and he was basically saying that at one of his rap battles, um, somebody had asked for a CD and he didn't even know who it was, but that dude was the one that gave the CD to Dr. Dre. Oh, really? Yeah. It was at one of his rap battles that he lost at, that he was like completely He lost? He lost, yeah. Who's the winner? Dude, I forget his name, but but basically it was in Detroit where they were having all of these rap battles and stuff. Oh, I've seen it, Mal. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I'm like just basically telling the story. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it it was a specific... 
won. It was like the rap battle Olympics or something like that. Like it was, it was, and, and he said that it was something like $500 cash prize. Okay. And he like needed that $500. Right. Like that was just, he basically quit his job and like whatever, just to go to that rap battle. Oh shit. And he lost. But then at the, but like at the end, it works out. This dude asked for the CD and he actually like threw it to him and he's like, here you go. Like, like he was like just pissed. Mm Mm-hmm. Not knowing that that dude, dude gonna was going to give it to Dr. Dre. And, and he didn't it. hear from that dude or Dre. Like, I think it was like something like a week later. So still all this entire week, like things were just like happening behind his back, yeah. you know, and just like he got a call like, you know, like, hey, like, you know, whatever. And then I guess the first time they went into the studio is when he like, f- like freestyled like, hi, my name is. Yeah. Damn. So crazy. That's crazy, too. But like, the amount of time that it would take have a cd like literally like carried over from detroit to california to mm-hmm. have dr dre put it in a cd player to right. listen to it yeah we're now you just be like oh you got a soundcloud yeah cool. yeah yeah got dropbox yeah cool. google listen drive 40 seconds of it yeah yeah. let me airdrop this to you yeah yeah and listen to it right here yeah like i don't know i just think that it's 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 crazy because the advancement in technology you would think would have made it easier for musicians and artists and stuff like that and in a way it is Mm -hmm. but then in a lot of ways it's made it that much harder because every single yeah every single person can do it yeah and and the fact that and the fact of the matter is people are good you know what i'm saying like it people don't sound that bad i I mean there's the computer can help your sound so much oh yeah yeah i mean like beats audio like all the stuff you do like yeah yeah i mean i don't I mean i don't i don't know history with all that stuff and how it was before yeah but the producing side has to seem somewhat easier obviously there's like levels to it right but basic producing and making stuff like that seems a little bit well speaking of producing we had a question this week yeah well, yeah, yeah which was really hard i didn't it like personally it. hurt us but yeah, I hate you for that because yeah, you came up with that. I one. did. I know. So you got me back. He couldn't even focus in mammoth. No, dude, it was so <laughs> annoying because he kept. He text- overlooked the lake, thinking yeah, of J kept, Cole and Kendrick. He, he kept texting me about it too, and I was like, "Dude, I need you to stop talking to me about this because yeah. it's making me mad." Like, but um, yeah. So we basically were trying to figure out, if, if even possible, uh, who would be the best between Kendrick Lamar and, and J Cole. Cole. And we did some research on it, and I think we both kind of came to the same conclusion. It's well, our conclusion too is our opinion. I don't know if it's necessarily the right one, but I don't think I. But that's why I think we came to that conclusion, and I think it's the right answer in terms of because it's going to be the same answer for anybody. It's based off of your own personal opinion because right. if you're taking down the facts, and if you're taking down numbers, and if you're taking down talent, and if you know all that they are just so neck and neck to where it just becomes a preference. Cause the thing right. is I love Kendrick. Yeah. We both love, we Kendrick. both love both. This of is them. a pro Kendrick podcast. Yeah, for sure. But this is also we just pro li- Jay yeah, Cole yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like we both like J Cole more yeah. personally to me and to you too. We talked about like the storytelling yeah. that he does on his songs where, you know, something like lights, please where he talks about like him and his girl having conversations. Um, I got to think of the song, but there's a once, you know, wet dreams. Yeah. Like it was the first time having sex. Right. Like all these things are amazing because they're relatable. They're relatable, but he tells you in a way that you can just visually see it. And right. It's phenomenal. Well, well, 
See, so the difference I think between the two are they both have concept albums like going for them. So basically each album, if for those that don't know what a concept album is, is each album has a story and a theme. And so each song has a purpose. It's not just a bunch of random songs that sound good that you would put on an album. So they both do that, um, which is super, super dope. But the thing that the difference between the two of them is that Kendrick Lamar is a little bit, he uses imagery a little bit more. Okay. So yeah. he's definitely like making sure that you need to listen to his songs like five, six, ten times to understand what he fully was saying. Yeah. Whereas J. Cole, he's he's basically writing it and dumbing it down for you and literally like, and he does use imagery, don't get me wrong. Like he, It's not that he doesn't do it's that. It's pretty black and white though. But it's pretty black and white. So like, for example, like fold clothes for you, right? So Or fold clothes? Yeah. You know, he's talking about, he's talking about in a, in a way where you think he's talking about his lover or his wife or his girlfriend or whatever. But really you come to find out that he's talking about his daughter, right? right. Like, he, you know, I want to fold clothes and do the right thing for you, my daughter. Yeah. So, but like up until the very end of that song, you don't know that. So that's a form of imagery. So again, he uses imagery, but you can you you get the clear picture. You know, he's talking about he never thought he'd be drinking almond milk and now I'm drinking almond milk and like all this kind of stuff like that, you know. Right. So it's very clear cut. Whereas like Kendrick, he's talking like deep, dark, like yeah, really hit, hidden hit. hidden messages stuff where it can mean like anything and you just got to really pay attention to what he said in his last album because there's clues in the last album. What was that damn uh, starting from Good Kid, Mad City mm-hmm. to to Pimp a Butterfly to Damn, there's literally like characters in in each album that come up in each album. Oh, interesting. So yeah, connected. like Keisha, yeah, he... like Keisha is like the 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 stripper. Okay, right. And then he talks about uh, Duckworth, which is his uncle. Okay, and then he talks about um, K Dot, which is him. Right. He talks about Ducky, which is him. Um and each voice that he has is a different alter ego. Yeah. I like when they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like J. Cole has a Kill Edward. Kill Edward. Yeah. I think ah. Oh. So like that dude, he's he made a Twitter and everything like that and he said For like Kill he, Edward? Yeah, like tour coming soon, but that was like three or four years ago. I think they I saw something on Wikipedia that said it had a, a title page too. He well and then I think he performed at one of the Dreamville uh festivals. Kill Edward did? Yeah. I gotta look that up. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Speaking of that J. Cole also has his own festival. And his own label. Right. J- Dreamville and all the artists on Dreamville, I like are him a lot. so sick. Like, he's like a talent scout, too. And he's yeah. very much about propping this next level of people. And like you said, like, he has a label. He has his festival. And, like, those upcoming artists, like, J.I.D., you and I both love. Yeah. Earth Gang is sick. Yeah. Bass. Yeah. Um, Ari Lennox. I think that's her don't, name. Don't know her. She's a she's a singer. Okay. Super tight. Yeah. Yeah. So like the people on his label are really tight. Where I just feel like Kendrick's, he's on TDE and TDE has right. cool rappers. Obviously, but it's like not his Schoolboy Q and yeah. uh, he's part of Isaiah Rashad. Yeah, but he's part of that. He's part of it. Yeah. Well, and then also what we were I kind of knew, but in researching, uh, you know, just gave us a little bit more information. But something like only eight or nine of Cole's songs are not produced by Cole. Yeah. So, and then when you hear that, you're like, oh, he's literally making these from beginning to end. 
yeah you know what i'm saying and he, and and that's not to say that he's not collaborating or has people working on these songs with him because he does get um studio musicians and obviously different mixing engineers and stuff like that but he's building the songs from scratch and then like finalizing them whereas kendrick he's not an actual producer he's just the exclusive producer right he has hand his handprint on exactly. it exactly well and j cole's producing songs for other people too yeah like he j- like I, we were looking it up he produced hurt feelings for mac miller swimming yep he produced um high power for kendrick which Ken- that was my first song i ever heard from kendrick damn in like 2011 yep and now to think that actually j cole produced that song for yeah. kendrick yeah it's just mind-blowing yeah he pr- produced that uh anderson pack song Oh, YBN Corday, yeah, the yeah, RP, yeah, uh, yeah. RNP, yeah, dude, that song's so, so sick. sick, dude. I love that song too. And to think of him as producing other people's music, not just his own, and like the, I guess his reach seems wider for J. J. Cole does. Well, and then so again, just looking at, and and this is why we came to the conclusion that we came to. I think because it it just boils down to your own opinions and your own like likes right right and i think for both of us we just connect with cole a little bit yes. more and i like his lifestyle a little bit more he's yeah, way yeah. more low-key he's way more like of an artist mm-hmm. he's way more of, about like i like what he preaches when he talks like in his interviews and talking about like happiness and how he tried to be the best rapper but then he got all of that stuff like everything was happening for him and he still wasn't happy well, like love yours like that's like the basis of that song. Yeah, about being humble and like right, all and like enjoying what you have, mm-hmm. and like somebody else is always gonna have something better. Right, right. You could always look to somebody else, but like enjoying your life and your struggle. Mm-hmm. And he even talks about in the song like he's like I'm gonna offend people, but like I think I liked life better when I was I had less money. Right. Well, and then he also he realizes his mistakes too because there was one song i forget the name of it where he calls out all the like little like you know what he what he called it like eight month rappers or whatever mm. and it was kind of negative and he was basically saying how he hates them and like what they stand for and everything like that but then he came back with 1985 where he took a he took a step back and instead of like shitting on them he actually kind of took them under his wing and basically said hey look this is what you're doing this and if you, you have to do yeah it. and this is how you have to do it if you want to be in the game you know you, if you're worried about longevity and if you're worried about just like you yourself as a human being because you know this can easily be taken away from you at any given point right so i like that he takes that like kind of like uncle father big yeah. brother like like stance in music whereas kendrick because of his popularity and because of like just him coming from compton because it's it's almost like a perfect story, right? Because you got NWA, you got Snoop Dogg out here in LA, you got you know Pac, and then you got this dude like Kendrick, right. you know, coming along, like all from like you know within the same vicinity, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then he's he's different because he his parents came from Chicago, and then he came out here and he grew up in Compton, but then he didn't really get into much gang stuff. He did a little bit like when he was younger, right. but then he. I was watching a documentary and he, they were saying that he had a stutter and one of his uh, teachers basically told him like start writing poetry because if you're struggling with getting things out out of your mouth, you can at least get all your thoughts out on paper. On paper. And so, yeah. And so he just started writing, 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 writing. And then he just started rapping. So his like stutter went away. If I so, could, so it's like a little bit different, but I just connect to, to Colmore. A little right. Bit. So like, I guess if I could be a like devil's advocate, you know, J. Cole, obviously, like you and I appeal to more, but objectively, like, is Kendrick better? Like, he has seven Grammys. 
Jake Hall has yeah. none. Like critically, like people would say Kendrick. Do you know what the Grammys were? Uh, I think it was for Damn and to, and uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. Like top album or yeah. top song. Or See, whatever. that's the thing too is I love more of J. Cole's work, but I think Damn is probably the best album between the two. 2014 Four Souls Drive is my favorite album of all time, but I feel like Damn was probably the best album between the two of them. Okay, so he has, these are the Grammys that Kendrick Lamar has, which J. Cole has zero, mm-hmm. right? Right. Okay. So in 2019, he got Best Rap Performance by King's Dead, uh, Best Rap Album, Damn, um, Rap Song, Humble, Rap Performance, Humble. Um, in 2018, he had Rap Slash Sung Performance, Loyalty, Rap Album, To Pimp a Butterfly, Rap Song, All Right, Music Video, Bad Blood, Rap Performance, All Right, Rap Song, performance these walls rap song 2015 there's no name there oh there's no name here but anyway so he he, has so so i mean he has songs albums and performances which is crazy and albums and the thing with kendrick i like too that he does when he raps and we talked about it a little bit yeah the thing he does with his voice and how he could change the tone of his voice his influences right and how he how he changes all that stuff is so sick because he can change the kind of the flow of the song, right? Even without changing the flow, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Without changing like the tempo and everything, so right. he, I feel like if I'm thinking objectively, like he does do those things, yeah. That J Cole doesn't necessarily do. Maybe J Cole's a better storyteller, but uh, maybe like Kendrick okay, another is the better rapper. another devil devil advocates thing. Um, Cole sings, right? And then he also has his alter ego, Kill Edward. Mm-hmm. So he has a more he has a more R&B style as it is right? because he, he offers that type of emotional like connection when he's singing. Mm-hmm. And then also like just based off of music production and stuff, he's going for more low key underground, not very evolved sounding songs. It's right. very like East Coast, New yeah, York kind of like style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Kendrick... I mean, he literally went from um, Good Kid, Mad City to, like, Pimp a Butterfly, which sounded, like, more, like, urban, like, definitely more, like, you know, political a little bit. And then he went to Damn, which was, like, tones and, like, musicality. And he had, like, a couple, like, and they all intertwined so good. So if we're talking about best album, for sure, I think think Damn as a whole. It has to be the best album between the two. Between him and J. Cole. And all see, the albums stacked up. And see, but like my my argument would be that KOD is J. Cole's damn. Right, because but but I'm saying if you put KOD between versus damn versus damn. Damn is probably the better album. Yeah. For sure. Well, and then damn And is, the fact that it's the deluxe version is backwards because that's yeah, that that's actually the crazy. right way to listen to damn. Yeah, if people don't know, so you listen to damn backwards actually is how you're supposed to listen to it. And that's yeah. how the story goes. Yeah. So the album's actually backwards yeah so basically what he did was he told his story from current mind of thought and he backtracked to when he first started and that's what duckworth is about it's about his like uncle meeting um what's his what's the the record labels uh dude's name top dog oh okay yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, so basically that 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 song is like like start with a gunshot end with a gunshot or something like that mm -hmm. to like yeah things he does with that yeah the whole the whole concept behind 
And again, what I was saying before is there's clues to what's going to happen in Damned on To Pimp a Butterfly. And then there's clues to what's going to happen on To Pimp a Butterfly in Good Kid, Mad right. City. So they're all intertwined. And then he also had some songs that he released before Damn that were like promo to the, the album that that aren't even on the album. See, J. Cole does that too, though. Yeah. Like False Prophets came yeah. out, I want to say, before uh, yes. For Your Eyes Only. And that was where he was... No, he I think was, False Prophet came out before KO. No, that came out before... No, no, no. You're thinking, um, you're thinking Album of the Year? I think False Prophets came out and he basically goes at like Kanye. Yes. And he's like, let me tell like everyone what's wrong with the industry. Which is cool. What I like about both Kendrick and J. Cole is they both come for everybody. But not each like low key, like not each other, but like they kinda do. They kinda do, but like respectfully, like uh control, that big Sean song, mm-hmm. uh Kendrick starts shit on everybody. Like and he's I like, I'm gonna th- come for all you guys. I heard that didn't come out. No, that's actually not like a. It's like something you have to see on YouTube. They said that because of licensing issues with samples and stuff, they mm-hmm. weren't able to release it. But I'm pretty sure it's because he just went too hard on that. Yeah, and he was like overshadowing. He shit on Big Sean on, Big on his own. <laughs> <laughs> what a thug, dude! Dude, that is some gangster shit right there. God. Yeah, I again, it's just such a hard. It's a hard. The, I mean, these are the best rappers of our generation. Well, okay, so, and then the other cool thing that, you know, and it's, I don't know if it's like, uh, I don't, I hope it's not Illuminati shit because that would be sad and like kind of annoying because that would be like too easy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the fact that J. Cole is coming from Jay-Z, which Jay-Z is like one of the top rappers in their generation. So probably before our generation, you know, like ever, ever, you know what I'm saying? And then you got. Kendrick coming from Dr. Dre, right. which was kind of the the dude before that, you know, West yeah. Coast, and it was a little bit before Dr. Dre. What is kind of a West Coast? I'm sorry, East a Coast little vibe. bit before uh, Jay Z, right? Or were they about the same time? I think Jay Z was first. No, maybe because he was N.W.A. Yeah, I don't know. That's something we have to look at. Yeah, yeah, they definitely both have the East Coast West Coast vibe. It's almost that because he's North Carolina, J. Cole. Yeah, and Compton Kendrick. Yeah, it's kind of the same Biggie Pac thing. Yeah, I'm a Biggie guy. I'm but, a biggie guy too. Yeah, maybe yeah. we just like the East Coast. Man. Yeah, maybe we move just East together? Coast rapper. Get out of there. Let's get out there. <laughs> Let's go to the East What's Coast. What's good? Yeah, but we got to go to that music festival, that Dreamville festival. Yeah, the dream. Well, the biggest festival that we have both to go wanted to. to go to, yeah. and we didn't. We're the regrets of our lives. Completely life. regretting it. Day in Vegas every day. Yeah. I mean, it was so. It was uh, November <sighs> last year. Me. Don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. I know, dude. I got to talk about it. I know. I feel like even like COVID might have been even like around. And I would have gotten COVID. This lineup is disgusting. Yeah, probably. And it, first of all, it was expensive. And I don't even care. All the hoes were there. I almost went by myself. <laughs> you should have. But I just feel like I would have been like, I don't know. It, just get drunk. That's my first and... festival, though. Or like that would have been. I've never been to a festival. Yeah, you would have been rusty. And a little rookie. Friday, J. Cole. Saturday, Travis Scott. Sunday, Kendrick Lamar. I know. It's so crazy. Just that off the bat yeah. is disgusting. And then everybody down the line, we would have seen Juice World before he died. I don't really listen to Juice World. See, but okay, the other lineup was him or Lou Uzi Vert. So you probably would have seen Juice World. Who else was there? For that for Friday night, that was the next level down. Then down from there is Miguel, Black, Goldlink, Summer Walker, Roddy Rich, and Jid. And that's fucking Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just Friday. And oh, that's just so, the top uh, three Friday, lines. Friday Friday was all uh 
Dreamville, huh? The, Dreamville was there, not yeah. all Dreamville. Because then but the, out, like the, the, the next m- line majority. down, Meg the Stallion. Uh, for for people who uh, yeah, yeah, make they, it sound yeah, huge, yeah, I know yeah, you're not they a fan of it, yeah, but they would have been uh, all up over there. Yeah, I mean, then like okay, Saturday. So that was like the first couple lines for Friday. Okay, first couple lines for Saturday. So Travis Scott headlining. Okay. Next line down, Migos, Twenty One Savage, Lil Baby. Lil Baby's fucking sick. Yeah, he's huge now. He's, I don't, yeah, he's huge. I'm not he's huge on everything. That, I'm not huge into that kind of music, but he's on everything. He's tight. Have you have you uh, listened to the big uh, a bigger picture? The bigger picture. No, he rap he raps about Black Lives Matter and all that. That song was amazing. I, I think it should have won at the VMAs last night. The bigger picture. Yeah. Interesting. We'll yeah, I would definitely out. check that out. Check it out. Next line down. Okay. Boogie with a hoodie. <laughs> I love that name. Isn't that dude from Compton? I think so. Isn't that dude on uh, TDE? I don't know if he's on TDE. Boogie? No, be, I think because I think TDE performed on Sunday. Okay. Imagine, imagine TDE and Dreamville on one weekend. Dude, I know that's crazy. Lil Nas, the baby, which we all know how I feel about the baby. Yeah, Charlie loves the greatest rapper of all time. Uh, <laughs> and then the other people you wouldn't really like. But I mean, all these people were. All right, nuts. hit me with Sunday. Sunday. Hit me Kendrick with Lamar. Okay. Next line down. Yeah. Tyler the Creator. <sighs> Way before an Igor. <sighs> Schoolboy Q. <sighs> and Brockhampton. <sighs> which Brockhampton is fine for me. Like whatever, but yeah. they're like. They're, they're, to me, they just—I've seen the pictures of them. Yeah. They just look like Disney dropouts that just like decided to do somewhat hip hoppy stuff. Yeah, not a, not a huge fan. Because you know what? Okay, I was introduced to it as hip hop. They're like, this is a rap group. I'm like, all right, cool. And I was like, it's hell like pop, no, it's like poppy. Yeah, these are yeah. not rappers. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. are white boys that are singing. Actually, well, it's not all white boys, but that's how I heard it from. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Next line down, I think the only people you'd know is Caliucci's mm-hmm. and J Rock. Mm-hmm. But also, my boy Coda the Friend performed that day. I like Coda the Friend, dude. He's so he's yeah, so sick. he's dope. I feel like he's he's pretty he's pretty underrated. He's pretty poetic too. Yeah, but he's like kind of underground. Yeah, like that vibe. I want to see him. I feel like that him and JID are my kind of next uh, generation kind of coming up and seeing what they do. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the next one is. Well, you and I, I saw, J- we saw uh, Jid. Jid in Orange yeah. County. Yeah, that was pretty and cool. That concert was so sick. Yeah, the guys before him were garbage. I feel like I could have been like better yeah. than them. They uh, were trash. Reason was the only okay. Person. I hated his sound. Yeah, his it, sound just, was it trash. just it didn't trans. I feel like it, I've listened to him on Spotify, and he almost sounds better not live. I'm sure we you all sound I mean? better not yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why we edited this podcast. Yeah, exactly. And we're not yeah, on Instagram we, live. Yeah, we put auto tune on our yeah. on our thing because we just sound so bad. But. Seeing Jid, first of all, and see how big Jid's gotten. Yeah. Jid, J-I-D, whatever the hell. J-I-D, yeah. And we spent like 30 bucks on that podcast. On the podcast. Yeah, that was no, not, not a podcast. Yeah, on the concert. On the concert. That was a sick concert, too. Yeah. And yeah. see, like, that's somebody who... And see, he was cool because he sounds good live. Mm-hmm. You hear his breaths. You hear his vocals. Like, he's not using any auto-tune. Like, he's he's taking pauses. And, it, you yeah. know, like, you hear him kind of mess up. But it's cool because you know he's doing it for real. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost, it's questionable to me when you don't hear a artist mess up. Yeah. You know, live. Because, like, we're just not perfect. You know what I'm saying? And you could have the best show ever, and there's just still, like, an off-time thing or uh, off-key thing, or you trip or you fall. or like, You know what I'm saying? There's just something. And I'm sure that these guys have do have perfect shows, like, not, yeah. not discounting that. 
but it's just, it's just I, fantastic. I like when they have those like little moments of like, let me catch my breath because I gotta, you know, continue on singing yeah, he was going, and stuff. Dude, he sings to the too. Wall. He sings too. Yeah, all bad. Such a sick song. Yeah. Yeah. See, I that's like, under J. Cole. Yeah, I know. Again, this is why we like J. Cole. I know, dude. I'm telling you. Like, which I still, fu- but then again, are we just biased to like J. Cole and really Kendrick's the better rapper? I think if we're talking about better rapper, and I think if we're talking about connectivity to a masses of people mm-hmm. and also having being in the right place at the right time and also being willing to be that person, because the reason Kendrick Lamar is Kendrick Lamar is because he's willing to be Kendrick Lamar. Right. J. Cole isn't willing to be Kendrick Lamar. He doesn't want that. No, he's he's not. He wants to be J. Cole. Just different vibes. Exactly. And and there's nothing wrong with either or because I feel like even though Kendrick Lamar is more popular, he's more radio friendly, mm-hmm. he's more Hollywood friendly, you know, he's more yeah, appealing claimed. to Yeah, exactly. VMAs, Grammys, like whatever. He's more he's more geared towards all of that. I'm still okay with it because he still is being true to like the artistry and he's yeah. not selling out in my opinion. It's crazy too because I feel like he's more of that hood style and the fact that he is more popular still yeah. than J. Cole is crazy because J. Cole, I feel like, I mean, he's like hood, but he's not. Like Kendrick was like in the hood. You know what I mean? Like he talked yeah. about like gangs and stuff like that where J. Cole talks about it, but he also was like, he went to college too. But that, again, I discount him. Again, like I just think they're two different people and they want yeah. two different things because I think Kendrick Lamar is huge on Compton. Like yeah. he's just huge on getting out of Compton, getting people out of Compton, being about his crew and basically showcasing that like you could get out, right? Yeah. And like and like that's what he likes to talk about. And then now now that he's kind of off of that, like damn, you know, was a completely it, he still talked about Compton cuz he's always rooted there, but that's not the main goal anymore. Yeah. Like he's starting to talk about like bigger picture things. Right. Which is cool. But then when you talk when you're listening to J. Cole stuff and everything, and you just listen to J. Cole as a as an individual when he's talking about just things across the board, I think he's more about art. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually like kind of a nerdy artist. You know what right. I'm saying? Where he did like for I think it was for um what's your favorite album by J. Cole? Twenty fourteen. Four Sales Drive. Yeah, yeah. So for that um documentary that they made, I don't know if you watched that no, one. Which, so basically I'm what they did idiot. It's pretty cool. Basically, what they did was he put... This is when the iPod Shuffle had just came out. They had people, fans, go to his house on Forest Hill Drive where the the album started, basically, where he talks about, like, whatever. Wait, the iPod Shuffle? The iPod Little Shuffle. That came out in 2014? I don't know if they had the shuffles. Or they just were giving them out or something? They weren't giving them out. the, The people came to the front door of his house, whatever, Okay. and then they put on headphones, like Beats headphones, and they clipped it to like an iPod shuffle, and then they pressed play, and they listened to the album as they got to go through his house. Fuck. Yeah, and like you got, and like the posters from like his, like whatever are still there on the, on his room. He has his first beat pad thing that he like purchased that he like he made his first song with. Right. Like all this kind of stuff like that. And so, like, they, he provided them an experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, it's different with Kendrick because Kendrick, ha- he's just too he, popular. He, well, he also doesn't seem artistic as accessible. Or, or, I mean, we always talk about, like, relatable, too. But, like, yeah. J. Cole will do that for the fans. Right. I think did you he hear, has, like, like free concerts. Did he? you hear about the dollar concert that but he had? That's what it was, dollar concert. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was uh, 
dream for a dollar or something like yeah, that. But it's like day of or something like that. You find out the location and yeah, dollar to get. And it. it was basically like you pay a dollar and you get to go to the show, because he basically wanted to see who would still come support him even you know even through this like whatever. Right. So you know, well, it's, it's just two different people. For me, looking forward. So this is my little take on it. Mm-hmm. I think J Cole's next wave could be better. Like I think because. He was very much in his own thing, right? Doing yeah. his vibes, whatever. Yeah. KOD comes out. He starts relating Sick. new wave. Yeah. He starts getting the new trap jumps. He even yeah. talks about it. Yeah. About how, like, I'm going to incorporate your guys. So, like, I was yeah. doing my own thing. Yeah. Let me now give you guys the new wave that you've been doing yeah. and also do it better than you. And also, doing. I'm going to twist it. And also, I'm going to sound better. He comes. So, and I think, too, like, maybe people were turned off by the previous albums because Kendrick's albums have always hit, again, hit more. So yeah. People have that preconceived. Like tendency no to go to um, Kendrick. Yeah, I think this next wave of J Cole is gonna be better because KOD came out. Then he starts getting featured on all these songs. Yeah, like he literally has a on Spotify. He has a playlist called "Where's the Off Season," and it's all the features he's in. Mm-hmm. And whether it's Dreamville or like Twenty One Savage, yeah. comes out with Middle Child, a single. Comes yeah. out with like the London, which I have Scott, all this stuff. Yeah, this next wave is gonna be sick. Yeah, and he comes out with Revenge, yeah. Revenge of the Dreamers three. Which that album did really good. Yeah, I don't know if they won. I don't think they won anything, but that album was I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So I think this next wave is going to be where J Cole really hits a stride. But Kendrick's going to be coming out with an album soon, like because he's been quiet for like what five years now. When did Damn come out? It's been a minute. Maybe twenty sixteen or something. It's like been that. a minute. It's been a while, and he. I mean, he did, similar to Cole, he had the Black Panther album that he he actually produced on. Right. Like okay, he, so Damn was 2017. Sorry. 17, 18. And Black Panther was 2018. So it's been three years since Damn. But do you think he'll top that? Like, is Damn the cap? Like, is Damn his seal? <laughs> See, I think, no. Because I think it, he's proven already with To Pimp a Butterfly and with Good Kid, Mad City, plus his Untitled album plus section eight mm-hmm. like he's constantly progressing so like but i feel like damn was almost a perfect album it was a really good album like but, it was almost perfect yeah, yeah i don't like to me i just don't know if he'll top see but you can't go in there with the notion of like yeah. he's gonna top it because you have to remember like he's now probably going to be talking about different things right and there's sure. so much stuff going on right now it's yeah. gonna be really crazy to hear his perspectives on it you know, because mm-hmm. he's really involved with the Black Lives Movement. Yeah, he's I think re- J. Cole is too. Yeah, they both are. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's like you know, just to to hear them, dude. You know what's? Uh, sorry to like just continue rambling on, but th- speaking of like being involved in like Black Lives Black Lives Movement and just like modern like social media time or whatever. What's that song that J. Cole came out with where he's talking about the cancel culture girls? You know what I'm talking about. I think I know the newer. It's like one of the newer ones, but I just like love one of the. You you actually pointed it out to me. Oh, it was a snow on the bluff. Snow on the bluff. I think yeah. maybe. Yeah. Which that well, is like a pre a preface preface to the preface, EP. There we go. Yeah. To the fall off, which is his next album. Dude, I'm so excited. And then he came out with the two songs, which you yeah, and I dude, both loved. Dude, I'm so uh, excited. Which was on our first podcast. Yeah. And then Lion King on Ice is the other one. Yeah. And those went hard, dude. They, and the thing is, his production sounds unreal. Yeah, like, like his production sounds unreal. Like, yeah. and because I because and the vibe with him a, too is always 
he can do this with nobody featured. Dude, I know. Like 2014, Force Hills Drive, I still know. Like I remember looking at the statistics of it back in the day. Yeah. Um, which I think it had a kick. It came out in 2015 or 2014. It was like about 2014, whatever. Yeah. He was the first My bad. artist. You're good. <laughs> Putsies over here. Ooh. Getting crazy mm. in the studio. You're talking about J. Cole so much, making me little, get a little freaky. <laughs> That's how much we here. love J. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting hot. I in just here. took my shorts off. It's getting, um, getting hot in here. J. Cole was the first artist to go platinum with nobody featured since like the 80s. Yeah, that yeah, that's insane. Well, that's, and then he d- he did it again mm-hmm. with no features, went platinum again, and then he did it again with right. no features except featuring Kill Edward which is which himself. Is himself. <laughs> like that's the thing too is he yeah. is, which damn yeah is fantastic but he does have like he does Rihanna have and he has people on there. U2. Is is he, oh U2's on there? Yeah, it's on Triple oh, X. I think I forgot about that. Yeah. He has Rihanna, he has Triple X. He doesn't have any rappers on there. That's an interesting They're all singers. for him. They're all singers. The thing with I need to do is go back to Pippin Butterfly. It didn't yeah. hit me super well when it came it's out. It's sick, dude. It's which it's I know sick. it is. And yeah. I've gone back and like yeah. obviously like King Kunta and like yeah, all yeah. right, like super sick songs. Yeah, but I got to go back and listen to like the. Well, and then uh, for those of you that do like, like a song by song analysis type thing, there is actually a um, podcast on Spotify, and it's called Dissect. Um, and this dude does a really good job of going song by song and he goes lyric by lyric and then he also actually will break down the instruments that are being like used in the song Damn. and he'll break down the samples that are used and he'll preface everything with what was happening in culture in the news that what this is about what they were doing as an artist in previous albums and he covers to pimp a butterfly he covers damn he covers lemonade by beyonce he does um What's Tyler the Creator's? Is it Butterfly? I th- it's the one before Igor. So. Let me check. Flower, Sunflower, whatever, whatever the that one of him in the field was. Um, yeah, he does. He does quite a few, and his uh, dissection of Damn, uh, Flower Boy, Flower Boy, yeah. Flower Boy. But yeah, his dissection of uh, Damn was just so interesting. Yeah, because you really do then give Kendrick credit for like, damn, you're a genius. Yeah, like they both are. The, yeah, they, they they both, both are. are. One thing I I do like about J Cole is the features he's been doing, and they uh, that video we watched. We watched a video on YouTube, kind of yeah. breaking it down, and it actually kind of explains. It. I think Kendrick's almost too good sometimes to be featured on a song. Yeah, because he takes over the song, and actually kind of does, he's not even with the flow sometimes of the song. Where J Cole will like go with the flow, and he goes yeah. perfectly, and like. So sick. I love when J. Cole's featured on a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J. Cole almost sounds... It's like... I mean, uh, sorry. Kendrick's almost out of place. Yeah. Well, uh, I like the one feature that he has. Uh, I think it's called Hair Down by... Uh, man, what is that called? I'll tell you right now. But yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like Kendrick's... He almost is... He's like too big. By Sir. Oh, okay. Oh, you Sir. know, I think you did tell me about that one. That one's really cool by Kendrick. Yeah, it's... It, it's just... Yeah, I think, I think J Cole is just more well rounded. But if we're talking about just rapper, like you know, straight and, up and just, for, just rap lyricist, just, just rapper, and just and Kendrick. solo, like straight right. solo, is just Kendrick. Because I mean, there's a reason why 
his popularity like speaks. Yeah. I think speaks. yeah, I think if they both made one song as he was the best, I think Kendrick would kill him in one song for for the one song. Yeah. I don't think J Cole could do it. I think that's the the beauty of J Cole is that he does so much other things. The album to me, like I like the album better. Yeah, the flow of it, everything. But I think if it was just like sickest bars, you got one verse. I yeah. think Kendrick would probably do it. Yeah, because you ever seen a cipher? Kendrick's. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, like those he's, are, yeah, those yeah. are nuts. Yeah, I think um, I think Kendrick is Kendrick because he's Kendrick, and I think J Cole is J Cole because he's J Cole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, they're both in. Uh, they're, their to own me, lane. they're the next one. They're the they're some of the biggest ever, the best ever, and they're our generation. Like Biggie, Pac, they're our generations. Totally, best. and it's cool too because there's no bad blood. This is the first time. No. This is the first time, I think, in hip hop where there's respect. Yeah, because there there was an interview with um, Kendrick. And he was talking about that um, uh, big Sean verse that he had where he just basically like destroys everybody. Yeah. You know, and he the interviewer was asking him and he was just like, you know, were, did you go in there expecting like to do that? He's like, no, honestly, I just went into the booth and like was having fun. And, you know, to me, like I have respect for all these guys. So like when I was going there to like kind of shake everything up, I didn't Challenges really think. Them. Yeah, I didn't really think that like the media was going to put like a negative twist on it. Yeah. But you know, the media is the media. But I have respect for all those guys and it's a sport. Like it's a game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and if you it takes You have to challenge each other. And if it takes me to come in here and like kind of spark a little bit of a bubble up here, then like so be it. That like that's who I am, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then again, I think that's why he's kind of given that like savior of hip hop kind of title. Right. Is because he is making those moves. Whereas J Cole is just like Again, he's just like he's doing his Dreamville thing. He's doing his thing, but it's just more of the artistry behind it. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to get in interviews, and the he's not trying to. Yeah, he's I not trying that. to get like Kendrick famous. You yeah, know? he doesn't want. Yeah, which is crazy because he almost is Kendrick famous without without even like we trying. Saying, yeah, when we were talking about this, you were talking about how it's crazy that we can we can compare the two. Yeah. And Jake has no Grammy. When clearly, like Kendrick is way above him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Clearly, critically, critically. Like, right. Clearly, he's got Grammys. He's got like a hit film score. Yeah. Like in Black Panther, all the Panther. numbers were skewed towards Kendrick. Oh yeah. Social media presence, monthly listeners, everything. I think the only thing Jake Cole beat him in was record sales by like a million. And no, pro- like a hundred thousand. And probably just production credits. Yeah. Well, that's that's the yeah. Because he's sure. like a ghostwriter, you know, you wouldn't know. Yeah. Like, so J. Cole probably has some Grammys if we actually researched it. Yeah. He probably, probably does. Do. Well, I'm not going to say he does because I don't know. But I, that wouldn't shock me. Like, if he had like a couple plaques, like maybe not like the actual Grammy. Or he Grammy had like itself. a hand in someone who got the plaque. Exactly. And he's That's what like, I'm saying. So he has a plaque. I had a hand in that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they send out plaques for like everybody involved. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if Kendrick Lamar's album won, like yeah. everybody involved in that album got a Grammy, technically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do think these two have to be considered the greatest of our generation, even if you're going against Drake. See, but, uh, okay, Drake is not, like, a hip-hop artist. He's pop. He's hip-hop pop. Like, he's pop hip-hop. There's a reason why his record sales and his stream numbers and everything are so popular. It's because he's pop. I don't know if I agree with that. Dude, he's not hip-hop. He's more pop. But see, but then J. Cole would be like R&B. No. What do you mean? 
because you were saying like the vibe like his it's not the vibe no 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 it's not I'm not talking about the vibe I'm talking about pure reasoning for like the like what how they make music because Drake can sing yeah but he caters to popularity like he caters to pop there's a reason why he gets played on the radio he doesn't cuss as much as most people on a lot of his singles he has singles that are radio ready J Cole like all of those guys they don't make singles for the radio that's a pop algorithm. We had to have like a Drake podcast. But, but, that's, but like, that's that's just what know, it is. Because... No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a reason why Drake comes out with like like songs that can be played on the radio. Yeah. It's because he has management, and and the label is asking of him like, hey, you need to be able to play some stuff on the radio because we need to get radio plays. Yeah, but maybe he's just doing the best of like he's just doing it smarter than everybody else. No. He's just not like hip hop. Like he's pop. Yeah, but you're looking at best rappers of all time. He's there. But he's not the best rapper of all time. No, I don't think he's. he's, Because what he talks about. He's not the best lyricist, for sure. But I'm saying if you look overall numbers wise and you're looking down the list, this is the whole like MJ LeBron thing, which we can get into that too. But um, nobody wants to put LeBron, right? Like like the greatest player of all time, right? But he's going to be competing for the greatest player of all time. That's just going to happen. Yeah, but okay. And it's like the same. It's inevitable. See, but it's different. That's a different argument because MJ, there's nobody like MJ up until LeBron, right? So like you're talking about like two. No, there's, there's like, but there's like Kareem, there's Kobe, there's so many other people. Yeah, but. Just like the, just like there's Biggie, there's Pac, but there's Jay-Z. Yes. Who like is up there. But you're, but you're. When you're talking about all time, like the greatest of all time, you're not only talking about their numbers and their statistics, you're talking about their impact. But Drake so, has a huge impact. But on pop, not on not on hip hop. Everybody shits on him in hip hop. Like it's not like everybody loves Drake in hip hop. <sighs> like nobody is like, dude, Drake is the greatest of all time. Like I don't hear that ever from anybody. I hear that about Kendrick. I hear that about J. Cole. I'll hear th- I'll hear that about like Eminem back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'll hear that about like Fifty Cent. You know, like how impactful like they were, like all that kind of stuff. Ice Cube. See, I guess so. Again, again, I so I Drake equate is this, I equate this to sports. That's my like what I know. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was a better scorer, right? LeBron's a better passer, better totally. rebounder, well-rounded player, right? More well-rounded. He's and his numbers are bigger because he's played longer, right? He he's more he's like healthier, like all this other stuff, right? And that kind of gives me that Drake vibe of maybe he's not the best lyricist, like how MJ's a scorer. Yeah. But overall, sales, what maybe it is pop, but maybe it is also hip hop. But he's also rapping. There's definitely there's definitely like a hip hop esque to it and a obviously hip hop vibe within the beats and stuff. But he's pop. See, like, but like if the new but, song he came out with, I wouldn't consider it pop. Or like Life is Good or Two C Slap. Okay, that's pop. That's totally pop. <laughs> I mean, because because the pro okay so like going back to like lebron and and uh and mj when you're talking about impact you're talking about lebron probably wouldn't be lebron without mj right because there's a certain there's he's an athlete and he wants to become the best so then he wants to be better than whoever else and mj was the best up until that point and that's the only reason why we compare mj to lebron had there been a had there been a different person no. who had See, there been a different person other than MJ, right? There would have been a different conversation but there. there. Was. Who? There always Kobe. No, because no MJ was before Kobe. No, no, no. There, I understand that. Yeah, but I'm saying like, because you said like MJ was the, but there was Kareem before that. You yeah, know, there was Kareem. 
There was Elgin Baylor before that. Yeah, but there you're, was. But you're st- but you're still like not. They're not even anywhere near where MJ is in terms of like popularity. Kareem for the older generation. But that's the same thing with like Rakim. Like a lot of people don't know about Rakim, but he like started his lyricism, like yeah. lyric- lyricism and stuff. Rakim started that stuff. But a lot of people don't know about him. Yeah, I don't know who that is. You don't know Rakim? No, dude. Rakim is like the dude who. So obviously, like you can't just say like he started hip hop and rap and all that stuff, but the dude who really brought like lyricism and all this stuff into it mm-hmm. is Rock Kim. Like okay. Rock Kim was like the like like if you listen to Diddy, Jay Z, like the old dudes, okay. they they point to Rock Kim as okay. being like one of these dudes who like started this stuff. Right. Like he's so again like that's where my thing is. It always evolves. Yeah, yeah. Right, and maybe you don't like the evolution of it. Yeah. But I think Drake is an evolution of hip hop who is executing it in a different way. Again, J. Cole is J. Cole yeah. because he's the more artistic side. And yes, Kendrick, lyrically, the thug, the all this stuff, he has that. Yeah, I think Drake has his part of being the, like, I guess, softer. I agree. You know I, what I mean? And I, and I agree that he definitely is hip-hop-esque. Right. And I believe that there's hip-hop influence, obviously. And it's not to say that pop isn't part of that like spectrum or conversation anyway but he's pop I, well i think because, it's in the singles though because if you think if you but look that's at, why he if makes you're reading the this, singles if you're reading this is too late yeah wasn't pop but that was his underground shit no that was that, was, that a was a big album but that, album. but that but that came out like way before like that was like lime lime wire days streaming wasn't even a thing no no tw- uh for your eyes i mean sorry. oh wait, wait, if I'm you're reading like, this is too late no, is... I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a complete. I'm thinking about the very first. Oh, you're thinking so black... far gone. So far gone. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, no. sorry. 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 Well, in that one, that one, he does have pop elements and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. But he I... does have, you know. If you're reading this, is too late. Okay, go back to that one. Yeah. That one. That one was hip hop, hundred percent. Nothing was the same. Was pretty hip hop. He does have his pop songs because he can sing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, J Cole on his albums, right? Like, take uh, 2014. Yeah. He has Tale of Two Cities. Yeah. That's his turn up song. Or uh, No Role Models. But then he has like Wet Dreams. Yeah. I guess I'm just, I guess with my biggest. I think issue, you just hate Drake. No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> I like a lot of his songs. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying? And But my whole thing is like there's a lane there, right? Like, so mm-hmm. for example, I love Mac Miller, right? And mm-hmm. he's like kind of hip hop, you know, like, you know, like he started off in hip hop. But like towards the end there, like I wouldn't consider like Circles a hip hop album. And I wouldn't consider him and hip hop artists anymore, especially when he's saying, you know, like, I don't really consider myself a rapper. I just consider myself a musician and I do whatever I want. Yeah. So like going based off of those types of emotions, which is kind of how I think about music. Cause like mm-hmm. I rap, right. But then I also produce music. So am I a rapper or do I produce music? Yeah. So like when I'm thinking just like in the spectrum of music and I'm thinking based off of the facts, which would be his discography, and I'm thinking about his popularity. I just he 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 drives more of the pop culture, yeah. and that's what he's about. I see. What, I see what you're saying. I think he. I think he hasn't crossed that line yet because he still has a lot of hip hop songs. Like Life Is Good, that song that came out was uh-huh. really good, really popular. Yeah. That's just like a straight up hip hop song. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think he still has like the, the album he did with Future. Um, take care like he does have those hip-hop vibes but i get what you're saying he does do the pop he does do the yeah. singing yeah um 
I think Mac Miller was over the line. Like if he was like he broke into after hip hop. I think Drake is at that line. Like he's at the end of like where it's like it's getting really close to pop. Me personally, I don't think it's gone all the way over there. I think Mac Miller was doing so much more. Like Mac Miller was almost getting to like jazz. Well, yeah, because he's an instrumentalist. Yeah, so his stuff was. But that's what I'm saying. Like he he understood that like you know what like hip hop was always like ground zero for me. Like Mm -hmm. that's always going to be home. That's always base, right? Yeah. But like I'm trying to branch out of it because I want to make I want to make things more than just hip hop because I can infuse hip hop with other musical elements and stuff. And so I guess what I'm basically saying is I'm not shitting on Drake at all. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that he he should be considered one of the hip-hop greatest to have lived in our generation i think he's impactful and i think he he is a good artist and he's mm-hmm. a good rapper and he's a good lyricist and he's you know he's good like he's he's top and his numbers right. are unmatched like we've said before in the other podcasts you yeah. know what i'm saying but like when you're kind of like comparing like j cole kendrick and drake it's kind of like a no-brainer i mean again that I try to think because, like, obviously, my opinion, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm just thinking like devil's advocate point, uh, being trying to be objective. Like, he's gonna be in that conversation. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? And I'll deny it. Yeah, I know. Every time. Your thing is your your homework assignment from this though is to look up Rakim. Rakim. Yeah. How do you spell that? R A K I M. I think. One word. Yeah, Rakim. And I think he started from like the 70s or 80s. Mm. But when you listen to him, you're like, dude, his flow is so sick. And he's, he kind of set the R-A-K-I-M? stage. R-A-K-I-M? Yeah. Let's see what they got here. Only 39,000 views? What? Just kidding. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, that's the thing with him. Is like people, I, I feel like I've done some deep dives on hip hop. And he's, I mean, obviously, there's people before who influenced him and everything. You know, people influence how they got the songs. It goes back. Right. But this dude kind of brought the lyricism part of it. Yeah. You know? And then a lot of people talk about. Well, now we're gonna get into it, like all hip hop history. But straight up, I know yeah. that has to be. Yeah. A, we have we have to do a podcast um, with our boy, uh, which we'll have eventually on the podcast. Garrick. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to do like a history of hip hop podcast. Yes, yeah. we'll have we'll have to have a couple because I know like That's we want to be- talk about sports with him, and then we want to yeah. talk about music with him and stuff. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah we're this is gonna be episode six. So hopefully by episode ten, I think we're gonna try to start having some some, some guests, guests here. We're saving so, for a mic. Yeah, we're almost there for a mic, and yeah. then um, sponsors soon. Sponsors soon. Yeah. Hopefully but, we'll fund the mic. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> that will fund the mic. Yeah, but I think we're gonna call it here. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good conversation. I think. Yeah, I think we we'll both see. we both agree with with J Cole being our personal favorites. Yeah, I think the. At the end of the day, it really just comes down to preference, you mm-hmm. know, because we both love Kendrick. Like it's, it's like I don't even believe myself when I tell say yeah, it out loud. I know, like I choose I Cole, but, but there's probably it, time in my life where I would have chose Kendrick, right? And the, and like I obsessed with Damn for, and this was like after Damn had you came did. out. Like I was obsessed with Damn. I for didn't like even a good get year. into Damn honestly until you yeah. were getting into it. And I was like, dude, I was like, you have you what? listened to this? Like, and I, was like <laughs> I was like, yeah, but like you're like, no, 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 no listen go to back it. through yeah. it. <laughs> deluxe version backwards and i was like yeah, all right let me fu- yeah and yeah. then i go through and i'm like holy yeah shit. and then once i listened to that podcast it was like came over for me yeah but then see i got into j cole late too i mean i got into right. hip-hop see, I got late. A, see i got into kendrick and j cole early yeah i got i just got into hip-hop way way later than because yeah. i was into like underground hip-hop mm-hmm. like you know back in the day dude i mean well yeah i mean we were both pretty i mean sheltered you know what i mean so like True. music so like i didn't exp- i didn't start listening to like 
my own music until yeah. like 18. True. And then I get Spotify in like 2013. Yeah. You can go through all the artists. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. where I really start my research and like going through like different songs and like, right. okay, who's this artist? Oh, they're related to this artist. Okay, right. why? Who's this? Yeah. You know? And that's how I got to like rock him. Right. You know, like figuring I, out like, oh shit, like he started this stuff. Yeah. Cause yeah, I would listen to like most deaf and yeah, most deaf is tight. All those guys and yeah, it's just like so sick. So I think that's kind of why I gravitate towards uh, J Cole anyway, because he has that like kind of underground kind of like vibe, like yeah. skate vibe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas Rakim like, has that skate vibe. Yeah. Whereas like, uh, actually, like, I think like I think Nick knows. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah. Like uh, we were listening like in Mammoth, we were listening to a lot of um, like a tribe. No. Uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, dead, de- not dead mouse, <laughs> danger mouse, like danger mouse and uh, uh, MF Doom. So, they're um, so, yeah. yeah, so it's like all of MF Doom stuff. Because, MF, did you know that um, Gnarls Barkley is CeeLo Green and MF Doom? No, and then Danger Doom is Danger Mouse and MF Doom. And then see his thing, like when you were telling me the other day about all the stuff that MF Doom dude, does, he has like, like six alter egos. That, that's that's nutty. It's so crazy. That's though. so cool. It's like, so sick because like if you actually like pay attention and you look into it, because he just does stuff like however he wants it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's somebody that's trying to stay away from fame. Yeah, he's even he's more than trying. Cole. To he's stay, literally yeah, like, he's trying to stay away from fame. Yeah, because he knows how good he is. Because like, if he just stayed with MF Doom and just like made albums and had like, could you imagine that, dude? No, if he went for fame. No, he, he, well, because like, I mean, it then just, he wouldn't be MF. It Doom, just but. almost wouldn't be as good. You would think, but who knows? Because like, who, even if he was to get like CeeLo Green to produce for him, and then also like Danger Mouse to produce yeah. for him, but it just came out as MF Doom, it would still hit just as hard. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he has uh, Mad Villain, and it's Mad Lib and uh, MF Doom. <laughs> Dude, well, that that's one what, is that's unreal. Like, again, so I'm saying like if he went mainstream, like when J. Cole was like, I'm going to add trap drums and I'm going to show yeah. you guys what you're doing. Like I'm going to play into what you guys are doing Trade up. and also do it better. I love that shit. I, dude, because then he like just does it K- so much better than So I got else. into uh, Cole with KOD. KOD, yeah. That was like my introduction to Cole. I'm like, dude. Because that's what then led me to find out who Jid was. That, and then I showed mm-hmm. you Jid, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm about this right now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, like Dreamville when, kick, dude. When Kod came out, I was like obsessed. Yeah, because I I just loved how he. It was similar to Damn. Every single song intertwines perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, and the soundscapes that he uses, and the drums that he uses, and then the little interludes that he uses. You know, and I he love t- those. you know, I love yeah. interludes. I used to hate interludes, but when you you don't know what they are, you hate it as a song. Right, like it just like yeah, you're yeah, playing yeah, the yeah, song, yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, next. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But when you listen to it on the album, the album's a story From to end. Which, so by the way, we got to start buying some records. Yeah, because that's an experience of like listening to like an album like from beginning to end on a yeah. record, just like uh, my girl has a bunch it. of records, and we listen to the Mac Miller uh, watching movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's what I got her that for her birthday, nice. and like we listen to that. It's, it's such a different vibe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but hell yeah, that was a good. So, talk. Yeah, it was. All right, well, thanks yeah. for joining us again. Yeah, thanks for commenting on uh, Instagram again. You guys are really good. Yeah, appreciate um, that. We love the interaction with you guys. Yep. Um, Make sure you're uh, giving us a review on Apple. Yeah. If you're on there listening to the podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Downloads. Twitter. Shares. We still get more, what's it called? Like reach. We like, talk to more people on Instagram yeah. than Twitter. So like hit us up on Twitter too. Yeah. Um, 
big small pod we're gonna say uh dm us questions you know if you guys have anything like random we want to try to add we might take some questions from some fans if it's good if it's good yeah we're we're gonna pick and choose don't even bother we might throw it in (laughs) might not but you know we like the engagement from you guys yeah yeah and uh nothing else I don't got nothing else for you. I'm tired. And I it's was getting so dark. ready for it. Yeah, what were you ready? What were you I don't know. It was, was like, it was like, end it. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, I was vibing. Dude. I, got I, was to, I got to the point where it's was like, oh, it's quiet. And then I was like, my eyes were so wide. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> you know, we're at the, re- the, yeah, the breaking I, point. I, just don't need, I was just going to try to add on to what you were saying, but I had nothing to add. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna get out of here. It's getting dark in this room now. (laughs) Yeah, it is getting. All right, peace. Bye, guys.